Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the B-Team Podcast. As always, they are live on the Jackrabbit Illustrated Facebook and Twitter. We are also live on the FCS Fans Nation YouTube for the fans, by the fans. Beyond that, you can catch the show if you don't catch it live anywhere you get your favorite podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere in between. As always, the B-Team is brought to you by our title sponsor, Kubota Dealers of South Dakota. If you need a tractor, utility vehicle, construction equipment, zero-turn motors, parts, service, and more, there's always a Kubota dealer near you with eight locations across the great state of South Dakota. Stop in today and get yourself into some orange equipment. We would also like to take a moment to thank our segment sponsors, Culver's, Brookings and Watertown, Jackrabbit Central, and Cubby's Sports Bar and Grill. And now, B-Team Mafia, the time's arrived. Here's Ben, Chad, and Brendan. Hey, B-Team Mafia, welcome back. Back, we are live and in action per usual. One of our members was late, um, but we are. <laughs> you you didn't show up till the clock turned off. We were getting we were getting TikTok comments before you even turned on popped on here. How's your day, pretty man? Yeah. So um, no, uh, after Thanksgiving, got our playoff opponent picked. I got a new thing set up. Which is cool. A new thing. I'm excited about that. Yeah. A new thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. A new thing set up in the bar. This is back good. And all that jazz. Yeah. I do. So. I like the setup. It's less echoey. That's a plus. Is it? That's exciting. Yeah. It actually sounded really good when you turn your head towards the mic. Yeah. It does so sound I'm better. Just when like, you put it in your face like that. Yeah. For sure. So I'm lazy. So we're now. Yeah. Oh, now we're yeah. talking. Better. Yeah, that's, that's really good. I can do the same thing. Up, up, close, all do this. up close and personal and private for everybody. And uh, with Jim, Jim, I'm not watching Midco. I uh, yeah, no. The way they're playing against Mont Marty, I don't even watch that. Dude, uh, we're on Sickos right now. That needs to turn around real quick. Are we really? Yeah, Sicko's college basketball retweeted it, and then their their main account that's retweeted great. it. So that's awesome. That's cool. We got yeah, that's good. Course. There you go. But yeah, no, I'm busy. I'm busy it's... watching the Vikings be underwhelming. So that's fun. Nice. Yeah. The the Vikings are losing too. Well, no, they just tied it up before half, three uh, to three. Unfortunate. It's an just awful, enough to give. It looks like a Thursday night football game. Heat. I want the Vikings to just make the playoffs. That's what I want. Oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Just just enough to be that last seed, lose right away, and never get a good quarterback pick. Yeah, I suppose you are a Bears fan, aren't you, Ray? Oh, sorry. Oh, I thought you were calling me a Bears Bears fan. fan. I was like, damn. Yeah, no. (laughs) You think calling him a Vikings fan is bad? Call him a Bears fan. He's from Wisconsin. Right. I dislike I dislike the Vikings more because I grew up, grew up closer to them, but the Bears is the bigger rivalry, allegedly right, in Wisconsin. Yeah. Well, the populations are closer and all that jazz. Yep. Anyway, um, this is an FCS football right. show. Allegedly, <laughs> it's the word on the street. We're not yeah. even five minutes in, and we're getting back to football. We're doing okay. <laughs> right. Uh, coming off the bye week here, and uh, like Brendan said, got our opponents set. Mercer, we will talk about them later. Speaking of um, the Bears, yeah, yeah speaking, speaking of the Bears, very good. That would have been an yeah. amazing. Where were you earlier? Where were that you like would a have minute been ago? I was right here. I was ago. just letting you talk because I interrupted you sh- much. You know? That transition sure. would have been fantastic. Uh, yes, Listen, the... Rev, we've started on time once. Once, yeah. Ben <laughs> was three minutes early that day. Not saying it's a lot, but it's happened. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, do we have anything else to talk about before we get into the results of the game and our picks? I don't know. Thanksgiving was great. Um, those playoff games were awesome. I don't they know if you fun. got to catch – I know you got to catch some of them. You had a fifth-grade basketball tournament and whatnot as well. But, yep. Dude, that, it, there was a stretch there, and I know, like, yeah, Richmond ended up blowing out North Carolina Central and – 
Um, Laffy ended up losing because their quarterback got hurt. But there was a minute there where flipping from game to game to game, like you could not flip to a game and not watch a huge play happen. And that was so fun for like an hour and a half. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, no, it was a phenomenal round of games. Um, disappointed for Lafayette. Uh, I thought they had it. Um, Delaware <laughs> had four straight turnovers, which is impressive. Um, that was that was wild. Um, and then yeah, of course, I was uh, yeah real disappointed in North Carolina Central. I yeah. love loved the way they looked in the first half, and then the second half just did not go their way. <laughs> well, that that first half, um, Richard was just absolutely carrying the team. Richard mm-hmm. Richard, I think it's Richard. Um, he was carrying the team like that dude was running for his life. He was getting hit or running for his life almost every play it seemed like in so when i uh when i turned on the und game to watch the end of that and came back and it was a blowout it's like yeah i can see that i can see how that yeah. happened so that wasn't he he was the whole team and that just doesn't last in the playoffs unfortunately for them and i should have remembered the miax record in the playoffs i mean people forget back when they went to the celebration bowl yeah it's about money but also the hbcus were not um, competing very well in the playoffs when they got in, so that's something to remember. I, I don't; they haven't won it forever in the playoffs. Yeah, Dustin says it's Richard, like Americans say it, not Richard, like he's a member of the Montreal Canadiens. Hey, I am watching a lot of NHL now too, so that's maybe where I'm getting that from. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and chat. Chad, you're on mute. I know. Yeah, I, I see that. It's probably better that way, though. I was just going to say, I see your boys, Elaware, uh, joined the Conference USA today. So, <laughs> right. so good for them. Good yeah. on being irrelevant in a higher league. I guess we can talk about that a little bit with, yeah, Delaware joining Conference USA. That's big news. Uh, bad news for the FCS. I mean, they're, they're a team yeah. that, you know, we, we talked about that has the ability to be a good team in the FCS, um, has the funding, and now they're leaving for the Conference USA, which, I don't know. I mean, you can't blame them, I guess. They want to position themselves well for whatever happens in the future. Um, But, I I mean, look at the Conference USA. Like, it's just, I don't know, what are you joining? But, um, you know, you're getting, you know, what does Sam play on, like, Tuesday nights? In, in Conference USA, so it's like, yeah, I don't know. I, for a whole month. Yeah. They play weekday games for a whole month as a part of their TV contract. Um, you know, I I guess it's best for them, you know, good for them. But like you said, it sucks for the FCS. You lose a team with a lot of history, one of the Blue Bloods. Um, you know, they weren't winning titles or anything this year, but they They've been making some runs and all that jazz. I think this officially makes the CAA um, the SOCON, except bigger and worse at this point. Um, I think the SOCON is kind of on the way up, and losing Delaware is kind of a death blow to the CAA ever pretending to be one of the top three conferences for a while. Um, I was actually texting Rev. Oh, and there went Brendan. How about that? Uh, he was texting Rev about presumably he was about texting the CAA. Rev and pressed the <laughs> press the wrong press send on the wrong button. Anyway, um, he's gonna he, flip if, if it's a problem with his new computer. He's gonna, he's gonna be flip. mad. He just yeah. for those that don't know, he just got his new computer set up, his new desk set up. Uh, well, I guess he had his new computer set up before, but yeah, it worked um, well. He, there he is. I was just gonna say if they can make it to. 500 that it's not like there won't be a bowl available for him what, so they got what were you texting rev about i don't you, you talk about texts and click the wrong button and mistakes happen i guess i got a new mouse and i accidentally hit the wrong button See, I, told um, you but, <laughs> I don't know it's like seven on here i haven't and, set them up yet and i've never had any of them do it yet, do anything so whoopsie poopsies <laughs> just it's like oh there's all these buttons on the top of my keyboard what's this one do in the middle of a podcast start pressing them and see no, what happens yeah. it was a mouse and it's a bump on the side whoopsie poopsie i'm oh, sure Eric will have some probably smart ass comment on there if it's the left click it's the back button oh so you can use that to go back a web page yeah swifty all right 
that would I mean, knock not... you out of this chat. Well, there you are. Um, I was saying I was just texting. Um, yeah, Rev says you shouldn't double click your mouse in public. This is true. Um, I would say I was texting Rev. I think the UAC is the FCS's best chance now at having a third power conference. Um, the SOCON's fine, but I think they they're not, they're not they'll never have the depth. I just don't think they'll have the depth. But the UAC, while they weren't good this year, they were and they were, but they were all mediocre. And it wasn't there wasn't a bunch of terrible teams in there. It was a bunch of mediocre teams in there. And they seem to be programs that are trying to take steps forward. With Tarleton, I mean, they've gotten great facilities and huge attendance. You know, um, UCA. Yeah. How long is it until they're going to see USA? Well, right, exactly. I mean, eventually the movement's going to run out this stuff. So, yeah, I did, Rev says, I said this to him. He didn't say it to me. That's very true. Um, Rev is a known UAC homer, obviously, for trying to push me to put Austin P into the quarterfinals, you lunatic. Yeah. And they're all-world quarterback that went for 100 yards. But um, anyway... <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I don't know. That's that's my thoughts on that. I guess good for them. Um, it's it sucks as a fan of the FCS, but I guess they thought that's best for them. Eventually, the C, eventually CUSA can't add any, add any more teams, and everybody's gonna kind of be stuck where they are. Yeah, they could become the Big Ten. <laughs> right, have yeah. hundred teams. Uh, on the heels of that Delaware news, uh, there was an article that got posted. Um, with some comments from, I think it was the Maryland AD, um, talking about how the split is coming, the, the Power 5-G5 split. Yep. Um, and it's and it's all about, yeah, in five years or less. And, it, and it's all about money. It, like, literally all of it is about money um, in, terms of, in terms of uh, lawsuits that are pending, in terms of potential revenue in the future, in terms of paying players uh, what they should get paid, um, it's it's all about money. And so yeah, the Power Five is going to do their money thing, and the G Five, we'll see. Uh, it's kind of mm -hmm. it, it'll be real interesting to see what the G Five does and what that model looks like. Um, you know, they talked a lot about models and like different ways to do that in the future. With that, which I think was the exciting part about that article, like mm -hmm. it's. It, it sucks to know that like college football, the way it is, is just, it, it's, it's, it's years are numbered. Like we're, we're seeing the last of college football, the way it is right now. Um, but those models that they talk about are exciting in terms of like, mm -hmm. you know, do they, you know, this relegation thing gets thrown around, like, do they end up with some sort of relegation model from the P five to whatever is below them? You know, I, I don't know. It's it's an interesting interesting times in college football for sure. I think it'd be interesting if the lower schools said, "Fine, if you do that, we're not going to participate in the NCAA tournament." I mean, they could. That would be some firepower they'd have in the basketball tournament. You're basketball talking? tournament, yeah. Because well, they're talking about that even going away too. Well, so. right, they are, but I don't think that has the same success without the lower schools. That's been my opinion all along and i'll die on that hill but. i don't know i mean it's hard to turn down that revenue though that comes from that tournament well i agree i'm just saying yeah. like wow yeah i see what you're saying yeah yeah they you they get more revenue off of the ncaa basketball tournament than they do off of the college football payout That's right but what he's saying fact. if team threat you know if conferences lower conferences threaten to just leave that I mean, if yeah. they stuck together, they could break that up and <clears throat> say, you know, if that's what you're going to do in football, we're going to pull pull out of that tournament and make it less desirable. But, yeah, you're right. They probably Low, wouldn't. Lower conferences get more money from the NCAA basketball yep. tournament. So it's just what they're not going to cut off all their money that you get from being a part of the big boys. I don't think they're going to have a big um, – any leverage on that and the, and they said a lot of times in the article it has to do with this house um lawsuit having to do with the nil and back pay and all this stuff and they kept saying that it was probably going to cost every um i think they said every power five uh team was going to have to put up like 10 million dollars per school 
um, to help pay that off. So that's a huge deal. And basically their, their whole point is if we're going to foot this bill, cause a lot of G five schools have said, well, we can't afford 10. I mean, they can't, you can't afford $10 million. I don't care if you are an established power in the G five, you don't have $10 million to throw at this. So, um, you know, it makes sense that, I mean, I guess I don't like it. No, I like it just because it, everybody wants, you know, the G5 to come back with the top of the FCS and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I that's, like that, that's the know. exciting part of it is the, the potential to be involved in whatever the G5 does. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think that we all realize with the way that FCS football is going with all the top teams leaving that, that that next level is where teams like SDSU, NDSU, the Montanas, that's where those teams belong. Um, it's just, how does that look and how does it work? Um, you know, I, I think the ideal situation is that, you know, there it's, there's some sort of G5, whether it's, whether it becomes like, I don't know what they call the top level D one and that level D two. I mean, cause there's going to be like reclassifications. They're not going to call it the same anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, but whatever that second level is, um, it would be fun if we can put enough, uh solid schools together in our area in you know kind of the midwest and and mountain west um and have a solid conference within that level i think that's the most ideal situation that we could ask for um going forward yep yeah and you hope they go with the playoff obviously for that you'd imagine they would um the wild thing is, you know, I remember 10, 12 years ago, these guys talk, you know, they always talk about when the split happened for, you know, 1A and 1AA because all those old guys just live and die mm. by that moniker. Um, you know, they talk about when that split and, you know, like the Ivies, how they hung at, at FBS for a while and then finally had to drop and all that stuff. I mean, it, it's it, if you look at it the right way, it's it's really exciting to be mm-hmm living through and seeing that um a lot of the stuff right now kind of sucks um but they did say part of their um idea was to do away with nil and moving to the big colleges paying their players outright from the school so there's a lot of wild stuff going on there um obviously i don't think we know enough to talk a whole show about it no uh, not read that article but... it's been tweeted by sam herder it is it's a good 10 minute read if you read slower so um you know or you know get interrupted by a text while you're reading or whatever it's just one of those things it takes longer to read but <laughs> yep nobody can hear you chad no chad Yes, I know. There Sorry. you are. <laughs> I took myself off stage. I forgot to add my mic back on. I think it goes back to going back to like what we were talking about in our text group today. You know, having uh, we're living in the glory days of SDSU football, and we need to just enjoy this season for what it is. Yes. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Really soak it in with NIL, the way things are going, all that stuff. I mean, it's plausible that this is the last great fcs level football team that is that stays together for the whole run and that is something that truly our fans should cherish by getting their asses into the stadium on saturday and if you don't and we've got a bad crowd i am gonna be an absolute shitbag about it next week (laughs) and people are gonna have hurt feelings and i don't give a damn is going to be asterisk this, this hours. Team, it's people, just people, and you know because you know what, God damn it, this team deserves it. So, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, this team deserves every ounce of support that you can muster. And to be honest, when I'm on like the FCS fans or not the FCS fans, SDSU fans Facebook page and stuff like that, and you see people posting like, "Oh, is this going to be on Midco? Can I watch it in a bar?" And then you see they're from Sioux Falls. I just I log out because I'll get booted off of that <laughs> thing. Like, because it's one thing, right? Like, if you. uh you know, you got kids stuff or, you know, family and all that stuff. I get it, but it wasn't like this weekend having a home game as a surprise. Everybody should have known that in June. 
if you're paying any right. attention. Right. Get to the damn stadium. And the tickets are cheap. There's $10 tickets. So don't tell me it's the price. You know, right. it, it's $10 Ooh. tickets. Your season ticket, my season tickets were still cheap, which is great. Um, they had an awesome deal with the season tickets where you can auto enroll for the next playoff game, which hallelujah. Why did that take so long? That's the best. <laughs> Holy shit. That's awesome. Um, so get your tickets for the game. I mean, it, I'm going to be and we should probably cool our jets. Um, talking shit about attendance until we have playoff attendance. Like we had great attendance in the regular yeah. season, but yeah. now here comes yeah. the test, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, and you know, we we always talk, talk about how even if it's really really cold, as long as you dress accordingly, you'll be fine. But it's really not. It's not even going to be that cold this weekend. That's the thing. Like no. it's it's going to be pretty nice out. So get your butt to the game. Uh, show this team the respect they deserve, and uh, enjoy it. Like Chad said, I mean, it's it's the, you know, you might look back at these days and say, man, that was the funnest time in FCS football, and I wish we could have it back. And, uh, yeah, you might as well go enjoy it. So. And Ariel says, come on over to our tailgate. We'll have fun food and heaters, and, and we're doing a Bloody Mary bar. Uh, maybe you guys don't know that. Hell, but, uh, yes. Jim and Ryan and I are planning a Bloody Mary bar, yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. I should have told you because I you need it. Do you need extra like pickled things and like uh, I'll bring? I got, I got pickles, olives. Uh, Jim's bringing Bloody Mary mix. Um, I think sounds like gonna you need some pickled some... asparagus, probably. You could do that. I'm gonna have. Uh, I got some beef sticks that I can get at Sam's Club. There so you those go. Would be good. Um, Somebody sent you pickles, right? No, that was the Giardia from Deb. Oh yeah, yeah. Giardia. Did I say that? That's the Giardia? stuff you don't want to get. It gives no, you it's right. I keep calling it that, and I don't know the Giardia. Giardia. Oh, no, Giardia. Yeah. Giardia. yeah. There you go. Right. Yep. Right. You worked in wastewater for too long. I did. I did. <laughs> I. I it's Giardia. You don't thing. want that. Don't do that. Bad things happen to good people when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, let's go ahead. Oh, what else you got to say? Anything else before I, we go I, go to the games? I was going to say these tailgates are the best because you have the walls up and somebody doesn't uh, try okay? pickling avocados. Oh. Yeah, it sounds idea. amazing. That sounds fantastic. You know what? I think I've heard that from Reb before. That's a thing? Because sure, going to take a big jar. because We love pickle pig's feet up here and you're surprised avocados are pickleable? I'm just, I love that's avocados it. and avocados I've never considered, great. I've never seen or heard of this and I'm very excited about it now. Dear Internet. They're like 60 cents a piece plus your pickle juice, bud. Get on it. Right. Cha cha cha. Um, no, what I was gonna oh say, my the, best, God. the best part about this tailgate is we have walls up, and then someone won't put out hard alcohol on the end of the table and then yell at me about it when the UPD officer comes up and yells at us. <laughs> that was my wife. <laughs> I thought it was your stuff because <laughs> ironically you gave it to us <laughs> Chad, chad's like brendan brendan he's pointing at me <laughs> pointing at the bottles and i'm like yeah what those are you were yours. standing Why close you the UPD guy was over there i was just trying to get him down quick you know <laughs> i i plead the, the best part is you guys got away with it for a whole game the week before which i don't think <laughs> blew my mind because i saw it and i was like oh shit we're gonna get in trouble but let's see what happens such we we got in trouble we a couple times last weekend that they were like guys one more and we're gonna make you start dumping shit out yeah yeah they and one fair. of them was my <laughs> one of them was my parents they had a rum chata <laughs> bottle out for coffee <laughs> and the, the upd was like hey you guys gotta knock it off and they were like oh Okay, because they yeah just we got gotta, we gotta have like a drawer see. that like hides under the table somehow that you can like they didn't pull it out see the they didn't see the oh, other instances good. instances of us getting in trouble but the UPD was like <laughs> right. you guys like you keep doing it <laughs> like Jesus <laughs> Christ guys that's the problem we have so many people come in and out like, right. I, next time I can explain them like look if this happens again <laughs> like we're gonna try to stay on top of it but we got new people coming who will make mistakes so yeah. Just, Exactly. We'll take care of it. I'm very sorry in advance. We could just set up the bar in the back of we the should, truck. We should probably well, we have start... tent walls now, so it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, it won't matter with the walls. We should probably start policing our own tailgate. What? So they don't have to. Oh, 
fun. No, I don't have a way. No, we're way. part of the problem. So <laughs> yeah, we are part of the problem. It's not like it's everybody else. But, so we can also be part of the solution, guys. All right, moving on. Uh, let's go over. I don't know, Chad. Do you want to pull up the the bracket? Sure or yeah, I got it up. The... I got it up. Hold on. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. So go. to recap the picks, anyway. Um, you know, okay. Brendan did pretty good. Uh, best week of the year for him, seven and one, which is really, really good for the first round of the playoffs. But where there's matchups there, it's hard to really uh, gauge because there's not a lot to go off of. You don't have a lot of common opponents, um, and so yeah, it's, it can be tough. So Brendan went seven and one. I unfortunately went four and four, lost another three games on him. I'm pretty much oh, no. completely screwed at this point. Um, oh, I gotta the, get a thread needle because this bitch is sewn up. The what? The, oh, uh, geez, what computer. are we gonna do for the punishment? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta crowdsource the punishment. No, you don't. I got some That's, ideas. It involves holding a sign. It's on gonna a be corner. bad enough the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> no no that's not yeah it's something with this podcast like this not you can film it for the podcast a, i won't fi- i won't film I what i make you say on it but you gotta not, do it down in dallas i'm not losing a fantasy football league where there's a big punishment involved that's not what's happening potato potato <laughs> no <laughs> no I to be fair, it should be only slightly you stand for 30 minutes on a street corner with the sign of my design that just sounds so stupid, but whatever. No, right. no, I'm gonna make you dress up in the hot dog. You've seen um um accepted. <laughs> Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'd be the best yes! ever. No, oh. no. all right. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> going let's on. Let's go to the bracket, huh? Let's move on to the bracket. Do, you, do I have to take you off screen, Brendan? Gardner Webb. <laughs> oh, we're getting nowhere now for sure. So Gardner uh, Webb played Mercer. Good. Mercer won. The Bears are coming to Brookings. Uh, let's reel this back in, guys. Uh, this could this could go to the left real bad. So let's just. <laughs> Keep it together. Uh, mm, mm. Professional. I think I'm getting text. Yeah. Today. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> yep. That's what I expected. So, uh, Garner so. Webb and Mercer. <laughs> Come on, okay. guys. Pull it together. Uh, all right. Mercer, uh, let's talk about that one last because that's the game that okay. that's the team we're going to preview. DQ Ness versus Youngstown State. DeQuestney. Uh, Spider Man. Oh my God. Youngstown State. Uh, what did you say about Spider Man? It's on the oh, Spider Man. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Youngstown State whooped Duquesne 40 to 7. Duquesne failed me. I thought they could stay within 23. They did not. Um, Youngstown State moves on to play Villanova, and that'll be an interesting game. Uh, we, we'll talk about those matchups in a bit. We'll just recap the games here. Uh, Richmond uh, beat North Carolina Central pretty handily, uh, like we talked about. The sec- had a big second half. They won 49-27 and covered. Um, then you had Southern Illinois just trounced Nichols 35-0. Um Nichols, I, did did anybody did you watch any of that game at all? Like, did Nichols just look really really bad? I watched none of it because Nichols sucks, and so is the <laughs> Southland Conference. So that is yeah. the one playoff game I was uninterested in from the start. Yeah. And when I looked down, it was fourteen to nothing in the first quarter. I went, well, not watching that shit. Yeah. Uh, the next game we got down. If you go down the bracket there is was a really fun game honestly sac state and und um not a lot of defenses played sac state won 42 to 35 um und just could not get their defense going and do enough to stop sac state Um, the amount of third and longs that sac state they were like seven of eight on third down and it wasn't like 
they were getting a third and one. Like these were like third and twelves. And they're just like, okay, we get first down now. It was it had to have been an absolute goddamn nightmare to be a postal service fan and watch the other team deliver on third down every time. I think that first drive, they didn't even get the third down, did they? It was just first, second, first, second, all the way down the field. Uh, yeah, not on the first drive, but the yeah. second and third drives, they had a bunch of... Uh, right, right. No, I was just saying they, the first drive, they were completely efficient. That Bennett went second. nuts. Yeah. All right, we beat Mount Marty by 22. I feel better now. Okay. Thank God. I put that on, I put that on screen a while ago. Yeah, Poppin, Poppin let us know about it a while ago, but... Um, after that, we've got NDSU whoop Drake like we thought they would 66 to three, covered easy. Um, Chattanooga with the upset, Chattanooga won 24 to 21. They, I think, were the oh no, Sac State and Chattanooga were the only um upsets and away teams that ended up winning. Um, I didn't have a chance to watch that one, did you? Chattanooga, awesome P. I did. Um, Chatty had, I think it was Chatty that had a hell of a play in it where, um, yeah, it was Chatty. The quarterback throws it into the end zone kind of on a, just a lob up prayer and it gets picked off by P and the Chatty player wide receiver runs him down, takes the ball back at the five. That's right. And runs it in for a touchdown. Hot damn. Was that important because that's what they won. And then the chatty kicker, who apparently generally is pretty solid, misses two kicks. And one of them, he kicks so low, he almost put it right up his center's ass. And then the second one, he misses wide left. And he came in and kicks the game-winning field goal. And I'm watching this going, this dude's mind is toast. There's no way in hell that he's making this game-winning field goal on the road. And he did it. So, I mean, good for them. They probably should have won ninth by, by, you know, seven points because of two missed field goals. But their kicker, third time's a charm, pulled it off for him. It was a a good game. Yeah. And then uh, we had Delaware uh, pulled it out against Lafayette. Uh, For most of that game, it looked like Lafayette was going to win. Um, I think you said Lafayette had a bunch of turnovers in the second half. Uh, Delaware had a quarterback turnovers in the first half, and that's oh, Delaware did really gotcha. Up. And then Laffy <clears throat> lost their starting quarterback. Um, they yeah. still scored a little bit, um, but that was around the same time as the NCCU game. And I'm like, oh, these are really good games, but uh, the UND game is getting close to ending, and I want to see the end of that. So I jumped over that, and this is why the NCAA needed to separate these games a little bit because my TV remote was on fire. I'm not cool enough to have an Apple TV like some people on this podcast, so I couldn't quad <laughs> the goddamn thing. So I missed the end of that, and all of a sudden I switch back, and it is Delaware's come all the way back from the dead, and there's a backup quarterback in, and I'm like, what the hell happened? And they Laffy just couldn't get it done. Yep, and then the last game, the game that uh, will feed into us is Mercer took down Gardner Webb, seventeen to seven. Mercer covered there. Uh, pretty cool for Mercer. First playoff game, got a win. Um, yeah. Looked like it was a decent atmosphere there. I couldn't. They didn't really show the crowd too much. I guess I wasn't able to watch a whole lot of it, but um, it sounded like there was a decent crowd there. So. Um, it'll be interesting to see how many of them travel to Brookings. Um, I think we had one person reach out on Twitter. Um, so yeah, hopefully they, yeah. they stop by our tailgate. Um, so yeah. Gallon. She said she's going to dress up like Ralphie from, uh, Christmas. Story. Yeah. So That's really, I think, yeah. I think Ralphie's brother, I think is who she said. Oh, was what I had I read. misread that. Maybe so. it was Ralphie. I don't know. Um, gotcha. Yeah, Mercer fans, if you're listening, uh, stop on down to the Jackrabbit Book Club. You can we're on Google literally, so you could Google Jackrabbit Book Club and Google Maps bring you right through our tailgate on Google Maps. So, yep. um, we will have walls and heaters because unlike some dopes down to the south, and I'm not talking about you guys, Mercer. I'm talking about the <laughs> dopes that live in Ver- Vermintown that are shouldn't exist as a university. Um, 
they don't they don't know what walls are for the record guys if you're tailgating and you don't have four walls on your tent and heaters inside in these games what are you even doing like i see that sometimes i'm like man you guys are you're making I yourself mean, cold for no reason like to be clear we were the there at one point but we were using tarps tarps so yeah so we still had well, we some still kind of closed it all the way in with tarps right yeah it didn't look pretty but i will say those those zip sides you can get four walls oh, that have zippers money. and they're like a hundred and some dollars the best as long as you don't have an easy up yeah. it's even if you have an easy up you can as long as you don't have the stupid ones with the angle tucked you got to have the straight up and down legs but yeah. um but yeah it's man they are worth every penny and yeah you put some heaters inside i do see some people like building a fire which seems like a lot of work and yeah, even even with the fire, like <laughs> you just it's windy, it's cold, it's not it really doesn't do much. Um, so, yeah, I highly recommend the the tents and the walls and uh, the heaters. But now that we talked about the results of the first round, um, we're going to pick the games on the Scare Money Don't Make Money podcast on Wednesday night at nine. 9 p.m. per protocol. Um, so we won't pick them against the spread today, but we can quickly kind of preview the games. Um, so we'll talk about SDSU Mercer in a little bit. Um, Villanova Youngstown, I'm very interested in this one because I think well, that Youngstown, you'll go ahead. I was going to say, should we mention that we're brought to you, to you by this segment is brought to you by Jackrabbit Central. We should. Um, hopefully you hopped on there for the Black Friday sale. I'm not sure if they're doing a Cyber Monday sale. They are. Um, they are. So you've got time. If you're listening to this live, get over to Jackrabbit Central. Um, they've got a Cyber Monday sale. I know it was 30% off on Friday. I don't know what it is today. Probably good check it out they got big and tall section now everything your little heart could desire even tailgating tents and if you just want a tailgating tent and want walls to stay warm a blue tarp will do fine you can use zip ties and zip time around then bring in a nip cone i tell you what it's a lot better than sitting on your tailgate and yes we are wussies tailgating with heaters but on the bright side we don't (laughs) lose football stadiums to hurricanes so you know potato potato i'll (laughs) I'll use a little pro let's burn some dinosaurs and (laughs) (laughs) that's that's fine that's it that's the read go to jackrabbit central perfect yes do that um but yeah back to this game uh it will be interesting number one because the winner uh will come to brookings assuming we beat mercer uh but number two i think it's a good matchup um i think we talked a little bit about before about how um it's not a great matchup for villanova um, Wytown here says he's making the trip to Villanova, hoping to go four four and zero against them all time in the playoffs. So yeah, uh, Youngstown's had some success in the past. Um, I think I'm trying to remember what the spread was on this one, but I think it was pretty close. Um, again, we're not picking against the spread, but it was just for information's sake. Villanova's favored by four in this one, so Ooh, very close, nice. tight tight matchup. Oh. I like that. Uh, yeah, the next one down, uh, Richmond going to Albany. That one, Albany is favored by 11 and a half. Yeah. And so uh, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll see if Albany can take care of business and rep for the dying CAA. And that yeah. <laughs> the last gasp. <laughs> Um, and then you've got Idaho uh, with Southern, Southern, excuse me, Southern Illinois coming to town. Um, Idaho is only favored by three and a half here. This is going to be a tough matchup for Idaho. Um, you know, we've talked about Southern Illinois defense, their ability to tackle really well and to, I mean, they have really good DBs that can shut down the passing game. And so, yeah, this is going to be a test for Idaho for sure. I think it's interesting that Southern Illinois might have a little bit of intel on what Idaho runs for an offense, seeing as how they're used to playing against Eck. Yeah. It's yeah. possible. Could make I, it a little more interesting. What it's Nick Baker showed up. unfamiliar. Well, that's true, right? Right. I, I don't what... think Nick Baker travels well into a dome hmm. atmosphere. So I'm 
I'm thinking Idaho wins. I don't. We haven't seen good Nick Baker enough times, and he just had a good game. What happens to Nick Baker after he has a good game? He has a bad game. <laughs> yeah. And the only the, thing uh, that's consistent with him is him being inconsistent. The Kibby Dome will probably be pretty full, too. So that definitely won't be terrible. It will be a tough environment. Uh, they do get behind their team there. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in that one. And then you've got another very interesting game Sac State going to USD. USD is favored by seven and a half in that one. Um, I think Sac State can win this game. I really do. I think they have enough offense to win. Um, USD has a good defense, uh, but I don't know that if Sac State can make it a track meet, I don't know that USD can can keep up that way. I, I really don't. I just haven't seen enough from their offense in the second half of the season, honestly. Yeah, if Sac State can do that, but right, I, I mean it's a big if. I haven't seen them do enough in against good teams, good defenses, and UND is not a good defense, so I don't know if they're going to be able to do it on the road a second time, traveling halfway across country two weeks in a warp row to the Dakotas. I don't see him. I have a hard time seeing him do it twice. If you're a Valley Hardo and love. Be thumping your chest against Big Sky fans about how tough the MVFC is, which I don't understand who gives a shit when the Natty and tell them we're tougher than all of you. Shut up. Um, but if this is an important game, if USD chokes on this one, which I think would be hilarious, <laughs> but if they do choke on this one, um, that's a real tough look for the Valley. Your number two team that had only lost to SDSU and nobody else in conference beat chokes game one against Sac State, the weakest big sky team in the field. That is a tough look. Yeah, I mean I I expect USD to win, but I I give Sac State a good chance. Honestly, I do. They're, uh, they're not on the upswing. Yeah. Uh Jim Poppin says he's got Sac State and NDSU winning on the road this week. Uh, Dakota Mayhem says he takes Sac State. Um, not sure how much of those, <laughs> either of those, are fueled by their hate for USD, but but I'll allow it. Yeah, well, I like it. Picking road teams in the playoffs, the deeper you get, the worse of a game plan it is. Um, Statistically, even why my my pick for Montana State over Montana was pretty ballsy. Um, I boy. We'll talk about that on Scared Money. Don't make money. We shall. Uh, huge game, huge matchup is NDSU going to number six, Montana State. Um, this one is a only Montana State's only favored by one in this one at home, wow. uh, which uh, they're saying essentially NDSU is a, a better team because you know you get about three points at home. Uh, so yeah, this is a, a monster game you know, this is a big, big test for NDSU on the road in the playoffs, which they haven't had. When's the last time they had a true test on the road in the playoffs? Uh, 2010. So 2010, 13 years ago, they still whine about it. It's amazing. There's, there's levels of holding grudges and NDSU fans and complaining about stuff, and NDSU fans take the cake, baby. I tell you what. Yeah, Dustin says it'd be funny to see NDSU lose for the implosion in Fargo, but it's also hard to bet against them in the playoffs. Um, it's not hard to bet against them in the playoffs. You just find someone who's taking bets. They'll take your money. <laughs> it's yeah. just that easy. You just hand somebody money. Right. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this will like NDSU's been playing well lately, but they've had inferior inferior opponents. Um, you know, they had they did have a good game against SIU. Uh, can't can't you know it's a playoff team, but um, this one's just, on the road against a really really good team, a team that some people consider is probably in the top three in the nation. Yeah, I mean, and they got six. a free warm up game, right? I mean, Drake was nothing but a tune up game. No, for sure. Well, what do we always say in the playoffs? Defense travels, right? What does what's NDSU not good at this year? Stopping mm-hmm. the run. 
defense. Their defense sucks and stopping the run. And they're not particularly good against the pass either. And Montana State at home getting to run the ball. I mean, yeah, they beat they beat up on Southern Illinois. Because they got a good offense, and Southern Illinois doesn't have an offense. Like for the record, if you're a Southland fan listening to this, and that's such an indictment against your conference that Southern Illinois put up 35 points on you on your champion. <laughs> like that's real. There's a reason we call you the South Lamb, and we drop the D because goddamn, that's tough. Um, but you might have to call them the um, Southland because they lost Southland. their O too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what happens whenever they play a good team in the playoffs. Um, but, um, no, I don't know, man. I think on the road, Montana State. Is going to be able to run the ball on them. Um, I, I do too. Other points because home team in the elements too. But boy, give me that Montana State. I mean, what do you favor more, Montana State's rushing attack against NDSU's defense or NDSU's offense against Montana State's defense, which can be pretty solid? Yeah, I, mean, I was just just going to check the weather here to see what Bozeman's like on Saturday. It can't be warmer than if anything. I think Montana State's can run the same game plan that they tried against us and just keep the ball away from them. And the difference is, I don't think Cam Miller makes those plays because that's the other thing. How many big games has Cam Miller carried them to the win or made the big plays to win? Right. No, that and I mean, big games two years, right? Oops, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Um, you get. You know, the national championship against us? No. And most of his big games have been against us. He didn't need to in his national championship against Montana State because they just ran all over him. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not nearly as certain as everybody else that NDSU is just going to roll in, say they're NDSU, and play. Right. No, I agree. That's the one game you did. Didn't he have like 12 yards that game passing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Dustin. No points. No plane. This is for Nichols. (laughs) I I put it up for a while. (laughs) I missed it. Good. Good. Uh, That's good. Nichols had a problem getting home and they were, they were angry about it. Um, Do we we want to talk about that? Because I have thoughts. uh, Sure. Go ahead. (laughs) I can hear the joy in your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Nichols got stuck at an airport for 12 hours which that happens to people planes get cancelled and mechanical problems and then you wait at an airport for a long time and you know what I know what would happen in that situation if that was a SDSU team a Mr. Justin Sell or Barry Dunn would get on the phone and get them home because they give a shit Right. what does the president of Nichols do he fires off a bitchy little tweet to the NCAA to the NCAA. <laughs> and here's the deal. I've got a job where I have my responsibility. And sometimes things that aren't my responsibility end up being a problem for people that I'm taking care of my customers. Guess what? I don't do. I don't fire off tweets and pout. I take care of them because that's my job. You're the president of the university and the athletic director do your job and then fight the NCAA later for getting paid back. That is the most asinine shit in the world to complain about the NCAA when all they do is set up the charter. They're not flying damn planes. So that's my quick little note on that. You can clip that and send it to him if you want. Yeah. Hopefully President Dunn doesn't listen to this and go, oh, he's an idiot. He's so wrong on this. uh, (laughs) I think at worst he'll be like, well, he might be giving me a little extra credit. But no, he would do that. He'd be like, uh, he's he's buying free free tickets for the students this game. For the students, right? He shoveled the stadium. I have no doubt in my mind that they would get them boys home. Like Exactly. Let's fire up the old Twitter machine instead. We'll get them home through data. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good joke. Agreed. Uh, the next matchup, we've got Furman uh, and Chattanooga coming to town. Furman uh, has something to prove here. They uh, they are favored by four is all against a Chattanooga oh, team. Oh, dude, that's a, that's a spicy meat to ball. <laughs> against a Chattanooga team that barely made the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, uh, like I said, Furman... And I don't know, is is their quarterback healthy back? So, Has we heard anything on that? 
there's more than there. just that. There's more than just that reported by Sam Herter. So when they played last time, um, Furman's quarterback got hurt fairly early in that game, and Furman still won. Now, Chatty's quarterback is supposed to be out. Their All-American defensive end, who kind of carries that defense, was in a sling on the sidelines at the last game. And the leading rusher and the quarterback are both back for Furman. Furman is going to beat the dog piss out of Chattanooga. Is this your lock of the week, Brendan? Stone cold lock of the century of the week. As as far as the line goes, it still shows four. So if you can find it, maybe go. Hit it hard, hit it early. Right. That's that's my opinion. I don't know. Zach McKinnell says, too, put all your money on Furman. Huff and Roberto are both. With Zach on my hot side, I can't lose. (laughs) I'm untouchable, baby. Let's go. Yeah. I did love your your tweet to him about Lafayette before. <laughs> it was way too early. You're like, so hey, what the hell, man? You're screwing me, man. Yeah. Anyway. I was, I was like, oh, man, it looked grim for the first minute or so, and I have to make judgments and open my mouth, apparently. <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> That'll happen. Uh and then on the bottom of the bracket, we got uh, Delaware going to Montana. Montana is favored by 13 in that one. That's the second biggest spread of the week. Um, don't anticipate Montana having too much trouble with Delaware. Um, expect them to take a business there. All right. And then we've got the uh, big game of the week, SDSU with Mercer coming to town. And this spread is... Huge, huge. Uh, it's SDSU favored by 32 and a half. That's a lot of points. Um, that's a bit disrespectful to Mercer. Uh, man, it's so much. It's like, it's like, were we even? I'm trying to remember what the spread was against Western Illinois. I don't know, we didn't get to play Western Illinois. Uh, Western Oregon. No, I meant Western Illinois, but I forgot that we didn't even play them because uh, they were, I mean, their spreads were 27 to 30 points all year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I, what I, the point I was getting at is essentially they're saying Mercer is like just as bad as Western Illinois. Um, and Western Illinois was really, really bad and <laughs> didn't, no didn't win a game this year. But um, yeah, it's uh, that's a lot of points. Uh, I did watch some of the Mercer-Gardner-Webb game and it's going to be tough for them. And, you know, we, we always talk about how important line play is and their, their defensive line is no match for our offensive line. Their offensive line is no match for our defensive line. Um, Yeah. That's the start of it. And that, and that's honestly, it's, it's where it's because of the line play. I just don't see them having a chance. Um, Gardner Webb was in living in Mercer's backfield all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be a problem for their quarterback. And and Mercer's got a good quarterback, PV. Um, I like I like some of the stuff he did. He's got some legs. Um, he can move pretty well. Um if he gets able to. If he yeah, if he gets he time in the four quarters. If he gets time in the pocket, he can deliver a throw. Um, but man, yeah, it's gonna be tough for them, that's for sure. I was just watching when when I was watching that game. It's like, man, both of these offenses are going to have a tough time. Just mm-hmm. watching that Garner Webb Mercer game was like, I, well, that was not an offensive showcase, and that's not to talk down with their talent. Mercer has a lot of talent, especially at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, you know friend of the pod blue bloods told us you know that when he was on last week you know um and he said that line's so disrespectful to mercer um to put it in perspective that is only what three and a half points less than what ndsu was favored over drake by yeah true <laughs> that's tough um but feels like to me um this team's gonna hit a playoff gear which um, was the old line from NDSU fans? It made you want to puke. 
and all that stuff. But it does make sense when you've got a team that's as favored as often all the time, all season, like this SDSU team. And, you know, you've got the coaches keeping you focused. You're trying to force yourself to be focused. You you can get yourself to be focused, but you won't be nearly as focused when it's really crunch time and you are just naturally focused because the environment. And I think the playoffs are going to bring that out in the whole team and they are going to be hyper locked in. I mean, they better be, I, I'm assuming they are um, hyper locked in on this game. And we've seen this team get better and better and better as the season goes along. And now I think they're going to hit, I mean, like we said, playoffs Zay. well, why do you think playoffs Zay is so damn good? Because it's the playoffs. It means more. SEC, your shit does not mean more. You play in bowl games. Playoffs mean more. <laughs> this shit means more, and you can see it. And the way he runs, and he just won't be denied. And I think the whole team's going to have that attitude, especially with the seniors that came back just to do this. Exactly. You know, yeah, I mean, this regular is... season was NFL draft stock time, but this is the real goal. Yeah, I mean, this This is why they came back, is for this playoff run to get back to Frisco, to win, to go back-to-back. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, you know, we've seen, you know, like the Southern Illinois game. I don't think that was a complete game. Uh, we let them hang around too long. Um, and even this, this last game, it, I don't know that that was a complete game, but it was kind of the point where it's like, you know, they knew that they didn't really have to turn it on, it, it seemed like. Um, but I just don't see them doing that in the playoffs. They're going to take care of business. Um, they're not going to leave anything to chance. And it's going to be fun to watch. So, again, buy tickets, be there in person to watch it. Um, you mentioned their uh, Mercer's weapons on at wide receiver. One area I think they could have some success in is the quick pass. Um, they had some success against Gardner Webb with that and, um, PV can deliver the ball well enough and they have good wide receivers that, um, can make some plays. Um, granted, uh, you know, our defense is very good at playing Ben don't break. So I think we do see them have some success with the, the quick pass game as we have seen other teams do. Um, but it's going to be tough sledding once they get down to the red zone, if they get to the red zone. Um, but that's. If if any success, in my opinion, that's where it's going to be. Um, yeah. I think that our running backs are just going to run wild on their defense. Um, I wasn't real impressed with their tackling. I wasn't impressed again with their D-line, like I said. And then our wide receivers, if we want to throw the ball, they will get deep on these guys, and it's not going to be pretty. We, I, they, had, they were struggling with uh, Gardner-Webb's receivers and quarterback, and I think once you get Yankees and Wildy out there um, running deep balls on these guys, it's going to be huh, it's going to be a long day. So that's I mean all these reasons are why this spread is so big, really. Right, and like we're not say, saying this to be like disrespectful, or not at all to. Um to the uh the bears or anything um it's just we've been there we've been the you know the seven and four uh you know at large team that gets sent up against the powerhouse and stuff and been the scrappy underdog montana you know we came out and gave them everything their first playoff appearance and we won't talk about the rest but um we've been there you know you should have every belief that your team's going to win this game because why wouldn't you that's the point of being a fan um and we don't say this stuff to be disrespectful but like it's just uh this team's just at another level it's really it is a all-time quality team if they can pull it off <laughs> rev says be disrespectful let the hate flow you within you unlike some people our goal isn't to end up on hype videos rev um <laughs> um man they uh like you said and and what dallas said you know it it's going to be the quick outside game but the problem is is they're going to have to bust the big play and this this defense is incredibly good at not allowing the big play yeah 100 um zach says that his comment was to the western illinois comparison and i i guess that was a bit disrespectful, <laughs> but I was more talking about like the, 
it's more the spread aspect and you know if you look at uh like things like this spread are based on like sagarin and things like that um you know mercer's at that level of of you know as far as like a power ranking in, in the fcs um and so that is just the reality of it um but yeah i mean i i do hope that uh we get we get to see a lot of second string um you know like there's just no reason to i in my opinion i know it was senior day but i i in my opinion our last regular season game we saw guys out there way too long i do not want to see that in the playoffs um and i don't i don't think we'll need it so uh yeah i i see us winning this game pretty handily but if you want our actual picks against the spread tune in on wednesday night for scare money don't make money uh this part of the podcast however is brought to you by culvers of brookings and watertown thank you culvers um as matt mentioned last night the timing of the game works out well for supper afterward you can hit culvers on your way out of town grab Burger, grab some onion rings grab a root beer and grab a um some custard on the way out thank you to and culvers if, of brookings watertown and if you want to you know we love we love burgling curds here Mm-hmm. You can actually burgle curds on your friend's phone. They have an app, so you can burgle ahead of time, which is pretty sweet. Culver's does? Yes. I looked Did it not up. know that. I looked it up now. Mobile app. Customize your Culver's experience. Download on the App Store or Google Play if you have phones that you think need to launch a space shuttle that you don't use all the capacity of. Um, <laughs> that's a That's a jab at somebody in shouting distance here <laughs> yeah we uh, can't hear him see if he didn't have an android we'd probably be able to hear what he's saying sorry right I'm, I'm sick and i've been blowing my nose and shutting the mic off i, was, I just said you know he green bubbles blow. and green shirts you could at least have the decency not to blow while we're for filming i'm i'm off screen most you have been taking yourself off screen All that's right. true we that's appreciate true. that we'd have to make uh, an x-rated show if you did that no rev supper and dinner are not the same thing no um, definitely not it's supper supper is the evening meal yeah dinner's an in between yep. dinner is around lunch time yeah yeah in between yeah agree yeah. we'll go with that anyway um do we have anything else to talk about uh yes jesse 50 butter burger is in play here um we should talk about how another spot to burgle curds is Cubby's in yes. Cubby Sports Bar and Grill. Yes. I know that they have good cheese curds. I know that they have good sweet potato fries and waffle fries, and they have amazing nachos. Um, so go check out Cubby's, uh, not Saturday during the game. Uh, other times you can check out Cubby's, but during the game, you should be at the Dana. But before and after, Check yes. out Cubbies. Um, if you don't feel like setting up a tailgate spot, Cubbies would be an amazing spot to go hang out before the game and then head to head to the Dana for the game. So how much trouble do you think I'd give in a, get in if I gave a homeless guy my ticket and let him in the game and then walked around Cubbies with a baseball bat smacking people who didn't go to the game and said Cubbies <laughs> <instead>. <laughs> They probably wouldn't do that. A foam one. A foam one. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Oh yeah, Ariel's pretty pissed. Um, the Curter Burger is no longer available. She never got one. Oh no! Well, that's, it'll, that's you know my it got fault. Watertown. It'll be back. No, it'll, it'll be, be back. Busy. It will be back. Uh, but yes, Rev, you do take your wife to an anniversary supper. Of course. What else would you take her to? Lunch. And, and what were we talking about? That Cubbies needs to bring back Ben. The Italian nachos. Italian nachos. Please, please, please. Italian nachos. Why are they with the, with the greatest food ever? The with the wonton chips. The Thai nachos are good. However, the Italian yeah. nachos, please, Cubbies, please bring them back. We're oh gonna clip God. this and send it to them. <laughs> yeah. So clip if, this. If any of our listeners also like Italian nachos, go 
reply to our tweet where we clip this yeah. and beg Cubbies Bart to bring Cubbies. them back because uh, we need we need them back. Please, sweet baby Jesus, bring back can make the it special, delicious like Italian nachos every it, year for a little while. The Italian nachos sounds redneck. Is that oh, what he's saying? Oh, or is he talking about Italian nachos too? Oh, dude, they're so good, Rev. You have no idea. They yeah, are. they're fantastic. Oh. They're unreal. Oh. Yeah, I, d- I don't understand why they took them off. I don't know. But uh, but the anyway. only the only negative side effect of them is you end up getting the urge to wear a wife beater and yell out your window for someone to shut up. And if you've talk watched with enough, your hands. if you've watched enough Family Guy, and yeah, talk with your hands. A fan, yeah. it, it's an Italian thing. That'll happen. It doesn't happen a lot in Del Rapids, I know, but <laughs> probably not. <laughs> anyway, oh, but it would happen more often if Cubby's had Italian nachos. Agreed. Rev says Italian nachos are amazing. He agrees. That a boy. All right, Fireball Santa will be back. Putting putting shot Santa will be back. And yes. outside maybe of that, maybe with a little extra rum chata, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. What do you want me to? I'm just just. Buy it and Ven uh, Venmo request me. It's fine. I just <laughs> go through. Pick a number. Sorry. Pick a number. Yeah, I will. I'll pay for the rum chata. Oh, I'm just. I was just giving you a hard time. About it <laughs> it, I mean, it adds up. It, it, three quarters oh, of a cup of rum chata is about God, a third yeah. of a seven fifty, and I go Chad, for a case you, in the regular season. So, if I get you an SDSU um, blue that, Santa suit, Santa I'd suit. Wear it. You would know you I'd wear it giving out pudding? Sh- okay. Why wouldn't I? Exciting. I'm just making don't sure we, before I spend $30. Don't we? It's only 30 bucks. <laughs> Will it yeah. fit my fat ass? For $30, well, that's a, like I'll a find bolt another and a one. Yeah, I need a 3X. Hey, uh, okay. Is it on our I'll find one. Uh, on or, the maybe, or maybe buy two of them and like ask put them together. Dallas. I was going to say, Dallas. is it on the website of one of our podcasts? Do you have members? a blue? <laughs> Which, why, does it, why doesn't his website sponsor us? What the hell? True. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, not gonna, Dallas? we're not even going to mention it. No, no free ads, Dallas. No, no we haven't mentioned no free. <laughs> nobody gets free rides. <laughs> All right. Cash, anyway. Your ass. No, I'm just kidding. We don't do that here. Uh, yeah, like Jim says, donate to Alex's lemonade stand when you buy when you uh, have a pudding shot. All right, I think that's it for today. Uh, Zach wants SDSU for Saito in the semis, so you can come back to Brookings this year. Well, I don't think that's going to be a tough Jesus. one to manage. I'm excited for that. Hopefully, I, that happens. Love to see you back you in would- Brookings. You'd be shocked at some of the results that pop up on Amazon when you search a blue Santa suit. You get some things that you weren't <laughs> expecting just right in your face. You're like, Jesus Christ. Would me the first time today. <laughs> Go ahead and share your screen there, Brendan. Nope, let's not. All right. No, no, anyway. Don't. No, that would, uh, that, your, your boys are still yeah. watching, right? If, yeah. uh, if Zach comes in the semis, we might need to outfit him with some, uh, some winter gear. Uh, but we'll we'll take yes. care of you, buddy. We'll hook him up with some gear. I've got enough to turn him into the, a little walking tent. Perfect. All right. As Jim says, dress warm, bring a friend, and see you all on Saturday. And most importantly, go big, go blue, go, go Jacks. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. We would also like to once again thank our sponsors, the Kubota Dealers of South Dakota, Culver's of Brookings and Watertown, Jackrabbit Central, and Colby Sports Bar and Grill. And as always, go Jacks!